Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. There has been growing discussion about what it means to be feminine. And there are new terms that have arisen, such as the ascended feminine, the sacred feminine, the empowered feminine, to the goddess. Today we're discussing a new paradigm called the transcended feminine. And in this paradigm, the essence of the feminine is of a higher and clearer vibration than ever before and rises above the distortion patterns of the old paradigm. Embodying the transcended feminine allows for transformation from a higher order. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help you to clear the distortion patterns around this topic so you can continue to accelerate forward. So let's get started. Dennis? Karen, in your introduction, you talked about a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. And if maybe you could help me a little bit with exactly what, what are you talking about? I mean, where were we and kind of where, where are we headed? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to back up and go big picture to answer yeah, your question, and I will get, I will yeah, get there. Yeah. So when we become embodied, there's actually settings, like um, global settings that come in terms of shaping who we are. So the first setting is human. The next setting is male-female, and then there's further after that. But those are the two first settings. What's happened is that there's a lot of distortion now under male-female through lineage, religion, culture, right? A lot of this has become very distorted. So there has been, because of culture and such, a, a oppression of the masculine over the feminine. And so therefore the feminine has distorted. And so as a result, in the current paradigm, there are ways that women have power and many ways they don't. And so one of the ways that we have power is through our beauty, for example. So there's a large amount of emphasis placed on being beautiful and as a result also being desired or desirable and that can cause a lot of distortion and um, disempowerment for women because they don't have self-confidence or a lot of self-doubt about it because about physical things and you know there's been this whole thing about you know being smart or not smart enough and are you as good as a boy and all these types of things that have come down and trickled through the lineage over time and through religious distortion patterns and you know cultural distortion patterns about how it's appropriate to do this as a woman, but not that, or, you know, um, have certain emotions or what you can display or what's acceptable. And, you know, even in our, in our current existing world, it's still not okay for women to do certain things or be certain places or say certain things. So there's a lot of distortion around that that has created the current paradigm. The transcendent feminine, so I'm getting to your point. You see I'm getting there? This is the feminine, right? This <laughs> is happening. I am getting to your point, I promise you. The transcendent feminine is when you, we have cleared enough of these distortion patterns coming from lineage, religion, right? And uh, culture that we can now rise in resonation and more clearly express in alignment with pure source that resonation of just the feminine without the distortion of all this stuff that's been piling on for a millennia. You know, I, you know, I can't help but think for a woman mm -hmm. 
to be at this period of time versus I'm thinking of like my mother, or grandmother, or mm-hmm. great-grandmother and the expectations mm-hmm. and the paradigm that was kind of at that point mm-hmm. and you know what our society expected from those women mm-hmm. to be here at this point and to be in a position to really truly naturally just be yourself. Yeah. And what's really awesome, too, is that it's interesting because we've had all this distortion from the masculine impression of the feminine for a long time. That was just the paradigm of power, right? Yeah. And then we had this women's movement that happened, right? And uh, to have equalization in terms of rights and of pay and all that sort of thing, which caused a different distortion, actually, which caused almost like a hyper-masculinization of the feminine, right? In order to be equal, we had to be the same as men. Okay, so strong, tough, unemotional, competitive, linear, uh, uh, focused, and thinking in a very specific thought pattern that often is male, masculine. So don't be a natural woman. Yeah. Be more of like a man. Yes, and in the corporate environment still, it's more acceptable to be within the masculine paradigm than within the female paradigm. So there's that as well that's happening that has caused a lot of women in my generation to... Uh, have put their careers ahead of everything else because we were told by our mothers that you don't need to rely on a man, you need to be independent, you need to be, you know, just in case, because he can wander off at any point in time and then you have no one providing for you. So you need to take care of yourself and you can, so you better do it. And so um, a lot of us grew up with that and put our careers first and then didn't put things like intimate partnership and family as high on the totem pole because we were told that that's not as important as career. And a lot of women now are wondering, okay, well now I'm in my early to mid 40s, I don't quite feel fulfilled. Like I was supposed to have this career and feel powerful and I am, like I have status, I'm in the upper echelons of management and all that good stuff. And I have a lot of money and I have the car and I have the house and I've saved and I'm lonely and I don't have a partner and I don't have kids and maybe I want them and all these things are coming back. And so it's kind of this interesting um, and sometimes sad um, distortion that's happened within the feminine of this this other swing towards m- being masculine. So there's all these things that are happening. And to your point, is this an exciting time? Yes, because it's like we've gone from one extreme of now over masculine. We're like, wait a minute, that's not really us. We've been oppressed by the masculine. That didn't feel great either. So what else now is there? What is this expression of the feminine that is of a higher, clearer order that is in alignment with pure source. And that is what is coming now with the transcendent feminine to cast off those distortion patterns, which are extremely heavy and extremely layered to get to this new place. But, but what has to be exciting is, you know, there's a lot of young women mm-hmm. listening mm-hmm. and they're thinking about their daughters. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, now they have the opportunity to rise above this old paradigm. Yeah and to you know, basically do the work, release those old distortions yep. that have held them back, yep. or maybe they sold their soul, yep. like you mentioned, for mm-hmm. the sake of a job or mm-hmm. whatever that might be. But now for them to have this realization that, ah, mm-hmm. and then to stop that lineage as far as their daughters or granddaughters or whatever that might be. Yeah. So that's huge. It is really huge, and it's, it's starting to be really awesome to see that because once this comes in in terms of being modeled when we're embodying this then it's very quick 
right? The young women are looking for something to emulate because they're seeing dissatisfaction, they're seeing unhappiness, they're seeing a lack of fulfillment in their mothers, their aunts, the people around them that are older and thinking, I don't really want this. So with this new model, what's, what happens is with this model of the transcendent feminine, before I go there actually, you mentioned sold your soul for a job. So I want to distinguish, because in my world, that's a very different, when you say sell your soul, it's a very specific thing. So <clears throat> I think you meant, I think that you meant something yeah. like you traded, you want, you entered a soulless job that was not fulfilling. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay, because you can actually sell your soul to the darkness, which we'll talk about in a different, different episode, but I just wanted to distinguish yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to sell your soul in order to have a job. You might just be in a soulless job. But... Um, because you know in my world, <laughs> you can't sell your soul to the darkness. <laughs> That's not good either. Um, but in any case, the transcended feminine, to go back to the, uh, what I was saying before, is that, so what happens is, because you become so internally strong, what's really cool about this is that you no longer need a lot of external validation that currently in the old paradigm the feminine needs in order to feel safe. Because I, as I said before, the, the position of the feminine in terms of its power really relied on the masculine, right? So you were a wife or a mother, which is a very precarious position because you can be abandoned, you know, all this sort of thing, right? You have a very, you don't have, it's vulnerable. not a vulnerable and you're not in a position of power at all. Yeah, yeah. You can't go out, you can't make money. I mean, this is like from a while ago, right? So in these cultures, in these lineages, although that doesn't exist anymore, it's still running through the frequency patterns of women today, even though that may not be your current experience. What your mother's, great-grandmother's, great-grandmother's experience influences you now. What's wonderful is as the transcended feminine emerges, it is internally strong. It is inherently complete. So we don't need to, for example, merge with others in a way to take on their stuff as a form of loving them. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take on all your burdens. I will, I will sacrifice myself so that you I'm can- I'm a martyr. I'm a martyr. You can dump all your stuff on me. Yeah. That's the way that I'm a good mother, a good wife, a good sister, a good daughter, okay? Yeah. You no longer need to do that. Yeah. You no longer need to have this feeling of, uh, my beauty is really important because I need to be adored in that way because that's part of the way that I provide value to the world. That's not true. Um, and so, but a lot of women believe that because it's running through them in terms of the distortion patterns from lineage and religions because that's how women were prized yeah. to some degree. And so it shifts that. And then, uh, and it's not like you um, have a need to compete with other women because before, you know, in the past, the men were the scarce resource. So women competed in order to get this resource, which would provide food for yourself and your children, right? So you need a male to provide that for you. So now the game has changed. So you don't really have a need to compete because you're com you are complete with yourself. So it opens up a whole new field of collaboration with other women because you're not competing for a scarce resource because you are internally strong. There's no need, there's no scarcity. It doesn't ex it exist in your paradigm anymore of the transcendent feminine. And I know I'm going on and on, but there is one more thing. What's lovely about this is that because we have a higher level of resonation, it allows for the masculine to rise as well. So it's a, it's a co-creation. So as the feminine 
becomes stronger and as beco and it becomes the transcendent feminine, what that allows is for the masculine to enter a field of receptivity of a higher level of resonation that to me almost seems like a magnetic pool, which allows them, it's almost like a trampoline, it allows them to spring up and to enter more of a transcendent masculine, which then allows them to spring up, which then the feminine can use to buoy themselves up, which creates more of a field for the masculine then to rise. So it's this beautiful, um, I guess, co-collaboration of sorts in the spirit world where each is full and complete of themselves and therefore buoying the other. And I don't mean just in intimate partnership. I'm just talking about in any interaction, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. So I just said a lot. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know, I I I understand what you're saying, and uh, basically, it gives both parties the opportunity to be themselves. Yeah. So you don't have to fulfill me. That's right. I don't have to fulfill you. That's correct. And we both can be balanced individuals and mm -hmm. come to the table and elevate each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's not even just with your intimate partner, like I said, it's yeah. just with people around you. Coworkers, neighbors. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. Yeah. Fathers, yeah. mothers, daughters, yeah. sons, nephews, yeah. nieces, it doesn't matter. And um, it's a really beautiful thing. And the other thing that I'd like to mention is that part of the challenge is that for a long time the feminine was regarded as weak okay it was right so especially if you're a man so if you were surrendered or if you showed your emotions or right mm. so and if you were a woman and did that it was also weak so you were kind of screwed both ways right so it doesn't really matter if you exhibited feminine qualities it was considered weak yes but as you move into the transcendent feminine those things become your greatest strength so for example surrender surrender in the transcendent feminine is surrender from strength. And I know we've mentioned this in yeah. past episodes before. Surrender from strength is when you know with absolute certainty your own completeness, your own strength internally from spirit perspective that you are not afraid of anything that comes your way. You're not because it doesn't matter. You can transcend it. You know it's like this like uh, irrefutable knowingness. So it is completely a surrender of I know my strength because usually surrender is framed within our culture as that of defeat, right? So you're, yeah. you're weakened or it's whatever. It's a retreat. It's a retreat. Yeah. And so you're in a weakened yeah. position, yeah. but surrender from strength is that of one who knows their own completeness. Yeah. So it's a higher level order. And so this, the surrender from strength is really important and very much a part of the transcendent feminine, which allows for more fluidity. Okay. More fluidity because one of the distortion patterns that happens a lot in the feminine is control because it derives from a, um, a distortion of fear, right? So it's like you're afraid of things. So what you start to do is control everything around you, people, time, spaces, and you try to control things because you're terrified. And that happens a lot in the feminine. But when you get to the point where you can surrender from strength and you are in this embodying to some degree, the transcended feminine, or perhaps more of a degree, the transcended feminine, the need to control really dissipates and it dissipates exponentially because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what comes your way. You will transcend it or grow from it or learn from it or be with it or something from it. And it's a beautiful learning, whatever it is. So that need for control and that fear drops. And that's the thing about the, the current paradigm of the feminine. There's so much fear 
because the precariousness of the power balance between the masculine and the feminine. So of course it's natural. And once that is, and of course we're physically weaker, right? So there is also this vulnerability on the, on the strength, on the physical level as well. But once you surrender from strength, it doesn't, that doesn't matter as much anymore for some reason. It just becomes, it, that concern becomes irrelevant um, because you know that it doesn't matter on, uh, from a higher level. Does that make sense? So it's of course, if you're walking down the street, I'm not saying don't be prudent mm -hmm. and be aware of who's walking behind you or in front of you and towards you. I'm not suggesting that. But I'm saying, from a general perspective, the level of fear that we experience is much less, which is really amazing. But, but the fact that this paradigm shift is taking place, mm -hmm. and that um, you, know, you, you have the opportunity to work with a lot of women mm -hmm. of different ages. Yeah. So you had the opportunity to see kind of those paradigms at all different kinds of yes. levels. Mm -hmm. The other thing I was thinking about is you had the opportunity to work with a lot of different cultures mm -hmm. and the status of women in different cultures mm -hmm. is quite different. Yeah, totally. And what's, what's amazing is that as we do more of this work as a, as a collective is that, um, as you say, we're within different cultures. So the feminine is distorted within different cultures. So it gets very yeah. you know, nuanced, yeah? yeah? yeah. What's cool is as women of different cultures start to do this work and they start to shed these distortion patterns of the feminine distortion within that particular culture, it liberates other women within that culture. It's amazing. It's like the guy who ran the four minute mile that you always tell me who's from Iowa. Or is he? No. Kansas. 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 That's right. Him. Right? Once <laughs> him. As soon as he did that, right? It, it became, he ran the four minute mile for the first time. As soon as he did that, then it became possible. So it's the same with the feminine. So as we clear this, we feel like I've been saying that we're doing this just for ourselves. And we are because it's about our connection to pure source and our higher self. And what happens is a natural consequence is it ripples into the oneness and it frees other women who are within the same cultural context as you. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it has to be just a wonderful feeling to liberate women mm -hmm. from these old paradigms. Yeah. Well, they're doing, they're, I mean, it's a, co it's a collaboration, no, right? I mean, so they're doing the work. They're doing the work. Yeah. You know, but they start to see and realize mm -hmm. and they start to feel and express mm -hmm. that confidence and that feeling and, you know. And I think the other thing too is that as we embody more of the transcendent, transcendent feminine, it, there's less, what's really wonderful about it is there's less um, of a construct right now of what it's supposed to look like. Right now, there's a lot of constructs about what the feminine is supposed to look like, whatever, whether it's a new age spiritual paradigm or whether it's within a corporate environment or whatnot, or in the home, for example, within different cultural contexts. As the transcendent feminine emerges, because it's organic from within, it, there's, it's kind of like uncharted territory and it's really yeah. wonderful yeah. and it's um, amazing what can happen. Oh, yeah. Wow. So this is really fascinating discussion, mm -hmm. Karen, this whole paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious, what are you picking up on the masculine side as, as these women truly awaken mm -hmm. into, into their real natural essence? Yeah. How, how do men respond to that? Yeah. Or, you know, are, are you sensing or feeling or? Yeah. yeah. So what I'd say is there's not that many of us yet, okay, that are moving, but there is a groundswell, which is wonderful. 
What I would say is it depends on the masculine. So if it's a weak masculine or um, what I would call the transcendent masculine, which we're going to talk about in the next episode. So interestingly, for women who, who look strong, okay, so what I mean by look strong are really, they're, they're, they actually have the frequency distortion of the masculine within them. So it looks like, do you see what I'm saying? It yeah. looks strong, but it's really not strong. Strength, it's really just a mask or like a, a, a layer of masculinity, yeah. yes? I'm projecting. And I'm projecting that. onto that. Yeah. And also, it's because, you know, the, these women are smart, but behind it is actually a lot of control, desire or need for control and a lot of fear. So they want a partner that um, they can control, right? So they kind of want a guy's guy, but they want to be able to control him. Okay, that's the current paradigm of women who are in their masculine. Okay, does that make sense? In the current distortion of the paradigm. Yeah. I'm yeah. coming back to your question. Yeah. So, um, with response to the transcended feminine. So with its transcended feminine, like I mentioned, there's no desire to control. And there's no desire uh, because there's no fear. There's, um, because of the resonation level being so high and the sense of completeness, I don't need yeah. you, like the masculine, to fulfill me. Yeah. I don't. And I don't require you to make me happy. I don't require you to adore me. I don't require you to any of that to make me feel any particular way because I'm complete in and of myself. Now, can I join with you and have an and give love and have adventures and create more growth between the two of us? Absolutely. But it's not out of need or fear or wanting something from the other. Okay? Now, in that given all of that, when you encounter the weak masculine, okay? as the transcended feminine, what happens interestingly is, first of all, uh, my, my experience has been that men are either um, slightly confused, um, they are uh, intrigued, because they're like, <laughs> what is that? I'm not sure what that is. Because when they don't feel from the feminine a hook of wanting something, it's very liberating because I don't need you to do something. So there's no manipulation, there's no control. And so it's very freeing. For both parties, actually, yeah. right? because both are free now, but it's very unusual. So the weak masculine actually wants to become more in towards the transcendent masculine in an honoring of the transcendent feminine. That's what happens. Or they're slightly afraid of it. That's the other possibility. They're threatened by it because they're not really sure what to do with it. And in some cases, that weak masculine shows as like over strength, like um, meaning like they need to prove that they're the man. Right? Like they have to prove their masculinity. And there's a desire almost to try to possess or claim, right? To show that they're masculine, they can c control this part of the feminine. The feminine and the transcended feminine is not controllable. It's not. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be a tough game <laughs> for them, but they try to. Yeah. It's interesting. So you were so, saying. So it, it just goes back to what you were saying earlier. It, as, as a woman, I've lost a desire to control. Yeah. But I've also lost the desire to be controlled. Correct. Yes. And, you know, yeah. so yeah. that's the kind of relationship I want to go into. Yeah. Is where there is that balance. Yeah. I'm not looking for somebody to take over and yeah. control my life. Yes. You and know. Exactly. And it's a true collaboration, whether yeah. it's an intimate partnership or even at work. Because I don't yeah. need you. I don't have an outcome for you. You know, like I don't yeah. need you to do something yeah. for me. Like there's many ways to the same thing. So um, a lot of times it's about maneuvering different people yeah. to get to what it is we think we want. 
But as we become into the state of the transcendent feminine and the transcendent masculine, the outcome or your attachment to the outcome also falls away because any outcome, you know, any possibility becomes viable and you're not attached to a particular outcome. Now, there are, are there preferences? Of course. There, of course, there are preferences. And, you know, is there discipline and focus moving towards a particular outcome? Yes. There's also fluidity. So if something else comes in, so if you start, for example, just to back up, what I'm saying is, so you, I'm not suggesting that you have no desire for any outcome. I'm just saying if you have a particular outcome that you're choosing, let's just say it's A, you're moving towards A. So you have focus, you have discipline, you're moving towards A, you're working. But then you have the fluidity that if something else comes into your path, that says, oh, wait, B actually has more energy behind it or has a higher resonation towards it. You can then shift tracks to B, not because you've abandoned A because you're flaky, but because this has a higher resonation. But B wouldn't have appeared if you hadn't started towards A. It takes the discipline, the movement towards A for B to even appear as an op option. But you have that fluidity. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. No, you opened the door. Mm -hmm. you, exactly. Through the work that you've done. Yeah and the distortions mm -hmm. and the clearing yeah. and the releasing yeah. and moving into your own brilliance. Mm -hmm. You've opened the door yeah. to these new opportunities. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it does, like I said, it's not like you just lie there doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I guess you could, it would be fine. You, you can express however you want to, it actually doesn't really matter. Yeah. And at the same time, for those of us who wish to have impact in the world or want to be in the world more, you do need to move towards something there is some effort involved, and there is fluidity as well. It's this marriage of focus and fluidity of the masculine and feminine coming together, which is really lovely. And so, as again, like I said, you're not attached to A, but you're moving towards it. So then you can move to B or C or D or E. But it was really, that's really freeing for everybody involved, because then actually what rises to the top is the outcome of the highest order. The very best. Mm -hmm. And everyone starts moving towards it's that. It's a win-win. Yes. Yeah. And that is the new consciousness yeah. Yeah. where everyone benefits. Everyone is winning. There is no me oppressing you in order to rise in power or strength or resonation. We're all winning. That's the new consciousness. And the transcendent feminine and the transcendent masculine are part of that new consciousness. You know, I can't help but think of how this old game has been for generations oh and generations yeah. and generations. So, yep. you know, it's not it's not going to happen overnight. No. Nope. But things are moving pretty quickly. Yep. And there's a lot of support in the universe. Yeah. For these types of changes. Yeah, totally. And the more you do frequency work, the faster it is. Yep. At least from what I've experienced so far. And that was one of the greatest distortion patterns I had to clear was around the feminine and the cultural stuff and the oh, abundance and all that oh. stuff. I was very in my masculine when I started. Very. All about control, all about the outcome. Really didn't care that much about emotions. Like really, like we don't have time for that. Let's move on. Um, and so I was really uh, very much controlling of people places, things. And it came from a fear of not having enough. So I understand I understand when women come to me with this level of fear or needing to control, I get it. I was like super control freak. I get it. So, um, and you can shift beyond that. It's so liberating when you shift beyond that. When you really, it doesn't matter. You're free. It's really spectacular. Wow. Yeah. I'm happy to hear uh -huh. that we're going to be talking about the transcendent masculine. Mm -hmm. So we've got one side of the ledger. Yeah. And now we're going to talk in the future about the other side. Yeah, next episode. Wow. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks, Karen. Thank you.
Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on the transcendent feminine. So becoming very aware of your body particularly your hips and your pelvic girdle and how your weight is being held. Okay, just for a moment, situating yourself, becoming aware of your body and becoming now aware of the location of your body in the room or the space that you are in. And what I mean by that is relative to the inanimate objects in that room. So if you pick three and notice your relative distance from and spatial orientation to these three objects, that's what I mean by that. Good. And now bringing your attention from your lower belly, meaning from your pubic bone all the way up to the hollow of your throat. And if you can imagine a center line between these two points, please focus on that center line. And we're going to take a single breath together. So inhaling as slowly as you can and holding your inhale at the top of your breath for as long as you think you can. And whenever you arrive at your exhale, and please do this on your own time, you don't have to follow the sound of my voice, releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for as long as you think you can. For those of you with very long breaths, I recommend pausing this recording until you complete your breath and then resume. For the rest of us, bringing our attention focus awareness between the base of our sternum and our heart space. Your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So at the base of your sternum, all the way up to your heart space. 
breathing normally here. I'm waiting for the mastermind to gel. And as we do that, for the new people, please note that I will be working on you in the group, at the group and the subgroup level, and that I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll hear me yawn, you'll hear me hum, you may hear me exhale sharply. And oftentimes, uh, lately, I've been working more and more in silence, especially as I access higher level frequencies. So if it's silent on my end, I'm still working on you. Good. Let's go ahead and ask ourselves now the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep within your body that starts to bloom. That starts to expand through all the cells of your body. and out through your skin. For those of you who like to expand further, you can expand all the way out through the stars or beyond, but keeping some awareness on or in some part of your body, no matter how small. And on my end, I'm helping you to expand your natural bandwidth. Good. Very nice. So now, bringing your attention to your heart space, all the way up to the hollow of your throat. Right. So, this is a pretty huge distortion pattern. It's a lineage pattern for the most of you. Alright, and this is the rule sets of what is appropriate for the feminine to be. So uh, you all come from different cultures, from different class backgrounds, and running through you is a very strong set of distortion patterns with regards to what is appropriate for a woman to be. It's conditioned on um, the reality as it exists now and the way it was okay. in terms of um, the feminine needing to rely on the masculine uh, for 
support financially for security in order to for not only for herself but for her children and possibly for her parents so this is pretty huge so I'm gonna be very quiet here because we're going to tear away or begin to tear away from this paradigm so because this is so fundamental okay in terms of what you think the feminine should be in order to be a good woman a good wife a good mother a good daughter this likely would be destabilizing for some of you okay so just be aware um, that you might have a pretty strong detox from this so and if you don't that's fine but just in case just a heads up so here we go so in order to transcend this is one of the biggest things as women that we must or in the feminine that we must transcend Now, right on the heels of that in the heart space, we're going to remove the uh, distortion pattern of obligation, meaning what you're obligated to endure as being in the feminine in terms of um, the burdens you must carry for your children for your spouse, for your parents, um, how much work you have to do, what you need to provide them, etc. So it's pretty, it's, it's very broad and very um, uh, deep set of um, distortion patterns right here. So we're going to be again very quiet.
Good. Pulling, removing as much of this as possible. So as you start to tear away from this, right, this is the transcending part, you notice even more the obligation expectation you may not have even noticed that is imposed on you by your culture and your lineages and your religions. And these are so fundamental that we often don't see them because we assume that that is the way things are. between your belly button and your heart space in the center line. So this is the distortion pattern of oppression or suppression, depending how you want to look at it. And this is the oppression of the feminine by the masculine because it has been that way for a very long time. And so now this is very broad. It's physical, mental, emotional, financial, whatever. So it's pretty, like I said, broad and it's very deep. So it exists currently in our reality. So this is about, again, pulling away from this binding of this distortion.
So in that same location. So continuing to focus on this area. This the heaviness of being female. Okay. Embodied female at this time. Because we are the renderings of or the um, because we all are in our female or identify with the feminine we are uh, derived from this consciousness of the feminine and currently the consciousness of the feminine is heavy and it's heavy with um, what has happened or what the feminine has experienced so far, okay, in our collective history. So at this point, there is uh, the heaviness or the despair of being female. So the disempowerment of that, okay, or the powerlessness of that position, uh, the precariousness of it in terms of the lack of security, whether it's your physical safety, um, not just outside, but for some in the home, um, to the things that are specifically female, like the loss of a child, the loss of a spouse, the caring for the elders, that type of thing. I'm not saying that men don't suffer from those things. It's different for the feminine, like the expression of that and the um, way that it is experienced and felt. We have a different relationship to those things. So releasing this heaviness. Part of the transcendent feminine is to rise above 
all of these distortion patterns right, of the current paradigm. So this is the work we're doing or beginning to do here, bringing your attention to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. We need to work on your pain bodies. They're getting very agitated. This, I know it seems like we're just doing this small guided meditation, but this GFC is extremely potent and these distortion patterns are very deep. So it's quite a lot on spirit level. So managing your pain bodies. Everyone take a deep breath in, hold it for one to two seconds, and then release it with some sound, like, ah. Very good. So this is just the beginning point for the vast majority of you. If you check out the website, there will be a deep dive to support this. I'm launching a... a uh, a master class in a couple of weeks or a few weeks on the transcendent feminine in intimate partnership. So keep your eyes peeled for all that to support you if it resonates. I'm going to leave you in this space for as long as you'd like, and I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.